Welcome to the Live Treasure Podcast, brought to you by Treasured Ministries, where every week we coach you with steps of faith you can take today to change your tomorrow. And now, on to today's show. If you listened to our podcast last week, you know that we had started in the month of May a focus on doing podcasts on mental health awareness and really giving you um, some great content, some helpful content to help you in your own mental health um, endeavors walk, and not just in your life, but in the lives of those that you love. And I wanted to devote one podcast, especially for parents who have young adults and what we can do to help raise children uh, that are, are mentally healthy, because the facts are that depression, that anxiety, uh, that all those things are not decreasing with young adults, they are increasing. And in many uh, lives of women, my friends, um, family members that I love, uh, there are calls made where children are cutting themselves, um, where there is um, suicide, suicidal thoughts. And a lot of times parents are extremely scared and they feel helpless. And then to compound all of that, um, there's a stigma of shame that's attached to mental health, in particular, unfortunately, in some circles inside of church. And so many times, parents can struggle and maybe not talk about um, struggles that their children are going through because they feel like that um, they feel a lot of shame over that. And so, of course, we know that anytime the enemy is getting us to hide anything, uh, that that's a part of his plan. But that really, healthy church is about bringing things into light. And so, for those reasons, um, I really wanted to have a podcast that addressed those issues, and I wanted to get resources um, for women who are moms or grandmas or aunts, um, and you have a children, um, nieces or nephews, grandchildren that are struggling with mental health issues. And especially inside of the church, we should be on the forefront of this, right? And, um, and so it's really um, exciting to me when I find somebody that loves to um, bring expertise into this topic. And that is my guest today. Michelle Niehart has been a mental health professional for over 25 years. She is not only a gifted author and speaker, but what I love about Michelle the most is her passion to help young adults and the women who parent them. And nothing has become more um, oh, just risen to the surface as I've gotten to know Michelle more than her passion to help these kids. Literally, her face lights up when 
she talks about it. And she's passionate about it, so much so that she started an entire podcast addressing this topic. And the podcast is called Raising Mentally Healthy Kids. Now, what you need to know about Michelle and about this podcast, and I was so excited when I found out about it because um, just inside of Treasured Ministries, anytime we have a parent who has a child that is struggling with mental health issues, we send them to Michelle's podcast. Michelle is well-connected um, with many experts in the field, Dr. Caroline Leaf she's had on her podcast, Dr. Amen she's had on her podcast, and the list goes on and on. And Michelle is unafraid from addressing any topic, any topic. And I'm so grateful for the work that she is doing. She is like a breath of fresh air. So not only does she love God, she has 25 years of experience in this um, and does this for a living. And now she has created a podcast where she is inviting in experts to speak um, on topics that really a lot of times we're not talking about in church. And so I'm so honored to have her today on today's podcast. And really today, I wanted to introduce you to her and just to encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and also to share that podcast with others. Will you please uh, help me in welcoming Michelle Niehart to the Live Treasured podcast? How important is it for parents to take care of their own mental health um, in regards to ministering to their children? You know, that's so interesting because if you listen to the trailer of Raising Mentally Healthy Kids, the Which is the name of your podcast, by the, the way. Podcast, so good. Yes. And we'll put the link to that in the podcast description because you need to subscribe. It's it's excellent. Go so ahead. I, I say raising mentally healthy kids, mentally healthy parents raise mentally healthy kids. Mm-hmm. So he, people ask me, you know, I've been kind of in this kid zone with Loved and Cherished, and I've got a bunch more books coming out for kids, managed like on a biblical approach to managing your emotions and then books uh, for little kids on their feelings. But they said, why did you write this book to women? Somebody just asked me that. Actually, a girlfriend asked me that at dinner. Why did you take this on? And I said, because I got to reach the mamas. And I'm realizing some of them are getting it through the books, but the mamas and the grandmas and the aunts, you know, we talked about the relational dynamics. Mm -hmm. So if mama's killing herself, and this is what I work with women on. How would you, this was the best coaching I've ever had. And it was a weight loss coach who taught me this, mm-hmm. Christian weight loss coach. What would your life look like if you treated yourself as your third child? Mm. Well, I would go get the, I make my kids eat the healthier food. I make them add a fruit and a vegetable to their meals, right? Mm-hmm. But I might skip that if I'm by myself and nobody's watching. So mm-hmm. what would it be like? I want my kids to move. I want my kids to have a daily relationship with God. That's super important to me because I know the value of it. Mm-hmm. So I want my kids to learn to manage their emotions well because I don't want them to have to, those to take control of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think if we really, really, really want mentally healthy kids, and you can, let me just take any guilt off the table if you're hearing this right now. You can have a child struggling with a mental health issue 
that whole idea of train up your kids in the way they will go, that's not a promise. That's a precept. Proverbs are not promises. They're precepts. They're observations of how it usually works. Well, let me tell you, there are a lot of people who are, your kid's behavior, my sister says, is not your parenting report card. How you do parenting is your parenting report card. Amen. Right. But so look at God. Really look at because God was the perfect parent. Yes. The pristine environment, the Garden of Eden, everything. And the kids screwed up. So, yes. Yeah. Amen. Yes. So yeah. That's the thing. But here's what I think sometimes. Like, I have parents. They will pay a fortune for a play therapist, but they won't go get their own help. Well, you're in that house driving that household. And this is what I tell homeschool moms all the time. You're the emotional thermostat of your home. You are. You're in charge of it. God has given it to you. You might as well claim it and own it. And if that's the case, you have to take care of your own mental health, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health, relational health. You need relationships. You, I want your kids to have play dates, but you should have girls' night outs. Yes. And women's yes. Bible studies and things like that. Those are so important. And usually when I find a whole family where there's a ton of struggle, that those parents are not putting their own mask on first. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes in order to do that with a kid who's really acting out, mm-hmm. I've hospitalized a kid that is really, really struggling to give the parents a break so they can get like refueled so they yeah. can deal with the difficulty and the stress of a child who wants to die again. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. You know, that's, I think that's up next in the podcast right now we're talking about depression and, mm-hmm. and, and how um, the Tillman's talk about, he won the voice about how their child, I mean, their Christian family mm-hmm. ministers in the church and mm-hmm. their kid is struggling yeah. with yeah. severe depression to the point of hospitalization. Yeah. And we've yeah. got to get to a place where church people aren't ashamed of that. Yes, because it's a thing, just like exercise is a thing. Well, let me say this. One, the research says right now, one in every three adults and every three children meet the qualifications of a mental health diagnosis. Really? Now, I think one in three. Post-COVID, one in three, SAMHSA is showing. And here's why. Some of it is overdiagnosis because I've had kids tell me they have an anxiety disorder and I'm like, oh, you've seen a doctor or a counselor. And they're like, no, well, we don't want kids self-diagnosing themselves mm-hmm. without treatment for sure. Because one, what if it's just worry and stress and now they think they have an anxiety disorder, they're going to get worse. It's a right. self-fulfilling they, are, prophecy. Right, right. Are, are they are they self-diagnosing themselves because of things they see on the internet um, and social that and media? their friends? Their friends will have it. They'll think I have that too. It's just like us moms, you know. Somebody's got yeah. a cold, got all these symptoms. We're like, oh, I might have that too. I might be. Yeah. And we go Google it. Our yeah. kids are doing the same thing these days. So we want to help them understand. So in order to get a diagnosis, there's a certain criteria of frequency and intensity that you have to meet with one of us professionals. Mm -hmm. And then your diagnosis, I want to say this very clearly. I've been saying this a lot. Your diagnosis isn't your destiny. It's a Mm. snapshot of a moment in time. I can't even use the same diagnosis a month later unless you still meet criteria. Wow. And in fact, I've had clients who wish they had started with me in coaching because their insurance says, now this isn't happening right now with COVID. But before their insurance was like, they're not meeting enough symptomology to qualify for us to cover this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so then they're like, well, can you keep seeing me? And I can. They either have to pay out of pocket for therapy. And they're like, well, I want to be your coaching client. It's really weird. A coaching client can become a therapy client, but you can't go the other way for two years. Hmm. Interesting. That's fine. We just changed the name. It's not a big deal. But right, right. I think the biggest thing is with that is that 
we realized that mental health is on a continuum. It's always changing. I ask when I speak in front of women, I put up the little, the little continuum and I say, where are you right now? Are you going under? Are you struggling? Are you thriving? And don't be embarrassed if you're thriving too. Celebrate that. I think right now, nobody wants to admit that kids aren't struggling and they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of embarrassing to say that right now because so many people have had a hard time. But man, I think that's a good testimony to God at work in our lives. And we need to testify to that when that's, that's the case. And when we're struggling, it's still God at work in our lives in the midst of the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're about to go under, we need God's people and we need his help more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the time to go run and hide, even though I will tell you this, I thought to myself, you know how you said, if you hadn't gotten better, you know, Mm -hmm. if you didn't know that was an engine light, I would probably be in bed right now and skipping this interview because I skipped a lot of interviews those couple weeks because I just didn't feel up to it. Right, 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 right. And that's where we can't, we can rest and we can recover. Mm-hmm. But I don't think right, we want to let the enemy shut us down. No. Or our kids. No. And nowadays, the steal, kill, and destroy, he's going straight for kill with them by their own hands. It's horrible. Suicide mm-hmm. rate is going up exponentially. Is it really? And so it is important that we talk to our kids about coming to us with the struggle and we not blow them off. Right. And if you're struggling, you don't blow yourself off. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. So the, so the mental health that's increasing, you're seeing that in, yeah. yeah. That's the national average based on just the statistics from the national Institute of mental health. Mm. Mm. So it is really, it is grown and grown. And, and so, and because we have a fear that sits over us, we've seen more national disasters. Now we've got financial pressures going on currently in the culture as well. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing with that. And I talk about this in the book too. There's a coping skill for that that comes from scripture, but we play it out in the counseling center in a little different way. And that is scripture says, don't worry about tomorrow. It's got enough worries of its own, right? It says mm-hmm. that in Matthew. And, and the birds, God takes care of me. He's going to take care of you too. Of course, you know, I have a logical husband who says birds die. <laughs> you know? And he's right. Birds die. Right? <laughs> they do. Um, they do. But here's what we have. We have the hope of eternity. Yeah. And I was just talking to my husband, my son about that. In fact, he was talking to me about it. He's reading this book in school about Nero persecuting the Christians and how those people weathered it. Mm-hmm. and live through that well. Mm-hmm. And he told, and, and fear of death has been huge for him because we had my, my husband's twin sister and her husband both died of cancer within two years mm-hmm. of each other. And they left three kids under 10 mm-hmm. here on this earth. Mm-hmm. It was hard. And my son thought we were both going to die. I never even thought about it, but he thought that happens to lots of families because we right, were right. living through it. He was four at the time. And so death has been a huge fear of his. And we have spent a lot of time working through it. And he said, mom, this was so amazing to me. I'm getting less scared of death because I really understand as I'm growing closer to God that this isn't the only life there is. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's yeah. kind of cool for an 11-year-old to be starting to think that way. Right, right. To think with that eternal perspective. I think that's so important. And, and you know what? I would say that it, it doesn't, you talked about this. It doesn't usually look like the way we think it's going to look. But good does come, yeah. even out of the very hard. Yes. I love that um, Lisa Whittle's title of a book she has called The Hard, the hard Good. Mm. I mm-hmm. feel like I've been living the hard good mm. in life recently because it has just made me feel more connected to God. And I don't think, 
I don't, I'm not a Calvinist, so I don't believe God's going to make me miserable, so I'll turn to him. I believe that God is always drawing us to him. And then we choose in life to, to take things that we do and turn to him or we don't. And I just think that I want to encourage women, talk nicer to your, talk to yourself the way God would talk to you. Be yeah, gentle yeah. with yourself. He gives you grace. Give yourself mm-hmm. grace. Mm-hmm. I spent more time, um, I've really been working on this. Um, the guy who wrote Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, I'm going to say his name wrong. It's Peter Peter Scazzo or something like that. I got the book a, on my shelf, girlfriend. Okay. He has, um, he has I, I listened to the audiobook and it wasn't my favorite. My favorite mm-hmm. audiobooks I've listened to recently are Andy Colbert's Try Softer. I, Andy's, I've already interviewed Andy for the podcast. She's a trauma therapist. She's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And really tried to live out what she taught, which is hard to do when you're boat launching a book. Mm-hmm. And then um, um, Carrie Newhouse, Didn't See It Coming. I feel mm-hmm. like that's that's a theme of life sometimes for a lot of us. Didn't yeah. see that coming, you know. Yeah. So great. And he's got a new one out. I haven't checked out yet. But um, uh, those books really meant something to me. But my pastor's wife, he's reading, he really loved Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. But she said that, that he had a devotional. And I found it. It's called The Office. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. But the big part of it is you sit in silence. Like I'm literally setting a timer that has a pretty gong because why not make it nice if you're going to mm-hmm. do it? A lot of candle. Two minutes listening to God and retraining my brain to be still mm-hmm. and to listen. Mm-hmm. And if you're like me, that's really hard. I like to listen to God on a walk because I like to wiggle while I listen. Yeah, but yeah. but but it's been I, it's been good for me to practice stillness. I haven't done it in a while, and um, I'm using that a little bit. Not I'm I'm not an everyday with anything. I'm consistently inconsistent. I say, but still <laughs> doing that. Um, several days a week, every week is helping to rewire my neurochemistry. The last devotional that we're contracted for with Zondervan is going to be for young adult women. And it's going to be called Strong and Secure. And it's going to be all about the Father Heart of God, what you were talking about at the end there, because we see that need too for women to know him as that daddy and that father. It was life-changing for Lynn and I during those years of our life. And we have been begging to write this book. It's a little more niche, so it's been hard to get somebody to agree to it because it's just a little more niche. But um, we are so excited because our publisher said yes. And so that's that's a ways out. I think that's like 2024. But but we're already, we're writing on it this summer. So we are excited to, to be able to just, yeah, to grow up with these kids, you know, all the way from like little, all the way up to college age and grow up with them and try to give them and their parents some tools that are really practical practical, talking about emotions and mental health and the love of God and the fatherhood of God. I think these are just really important to, and an identity in Christ, all that. I think these are, I think these are the foundations of protective factors for mental health. So yes. Yeah. And we, we never get away from it. We never get away from it. Um, and so I just praise God. It's very clear that the Lord has anointed you for this and um, what a blessing. So um I'm sorry, but not on my watch. Will you stop? <laughs> not on my watch. And on that note, tell us a little bit more about your podcast. Well, Raising Mentally Healthy Kids is, I really want it. And it is not your typical interview podcast. It's a little more like your podcast. That's why I think I like in, engaging with you. Um, sometimes when you do a podcast, like the interviewer just asks you three questions and the guest answers them. And if you listen to that guest on six different um, yeah 
podcasts, they all say the same thing, right? But this is very different than that because this is two mental health professionals. We're interacting together. I talk as much as my guests do. I probably should have warned some of my guests that was going to happen. And um, we're having a real conversation about Mm. these problems and how we address them and treat them. Sissy Goff and I both have um, pet therapy dogs in our office. And we talked about loss of a pet and how a family deals with that. Carolina Leaf and I talked a lot about um, retraining your brain. The way we talked about it with kids was teaching them to become thought detectives. I love that idea. Mm, so having them become thought, thought detectives, right? Yes. Um, Deborah Felita and I talked about the emotions. And one thing you could do with your kids is like, um, I love for hers. Hers isn't out yet either. Um, is draw a picture of the body and color where you feel emotions in the body. That's a great way to begin for the whole family to recognize oh where do we God. feel emotions in our body, right? So this my goal amazing. with that is like, you literally get to tap into the gold of all us mental health experts and what we're doing in our offices with families and kids and adults that's working, you get to tap into our wisdom and knowledge. And most of us have 20 plus years experience under our belts. And this is this interaction between us of different topics and different problems that we know kids in the culture are struggling with. I had an eating disorders specialist from children's come on. Mm. And talk, we did three, a three part series. I have another woman who is the, one of the leading, and these are all Christians too, all believers, um, leading experts in non-suicidal self-injury. She's very specific because that is the expert term, but that's called self-harm for most of the culture. So kids who cut and pick and those kinds of things. And we talked about how do you treat that and how do you manage that? So just Oh, um, Georgia Schaefer, who's a great expert on grief. How do you talk to your kids when someone in the family dies for the first time? I mean, that's something I get asked all the time. And so here's the other thing. So you'll know how to find the right counselor. That's my sister asked me that. She, Mm -hmm. how do you find a counselor for your college kid? So Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on the podcast and ask me that and we'll talk about it. So we did. She came on the podcast. It's a bonus episode this fall. And she's like, how do I find the right counselor? How do I talk to my college kid about getting help? How do I not push them, but still make sure they're getting some help? How do I get the doctor to talk to me if they're legal? You know, all those kind of things. So we, we went through that because all the college kids were home at Christmas and their parents were all really worried about them, you know, and they were all wanting help. So we had to figure that out. So I'm trying to really take everything people ask me all the time and get with a guest who's an expert in the area. I'm going to do one on the whole same-sex attraction and transgender issues. I hope. Maybe he'll hear this. I'm trying to get Dr. Mark Yarhouse to come on from Liberty University. And if not, I'm going to use one of his trainees to come come on. That One of them maybe even I've trained and supervised. But um, I just think these topics are things parents want to know about. And they're probably not going to listen to every week of the podcast every week. But I'm hoping the word gets out because you might have a friend whose kid is struggling or you might be the grandparent and you need to listen to it because mama doesn't have time right now. Or yeah, aunt. to do it. And, yeah. and, you know, and here's, and here's the other thing too, that, that I, um, I'm, I'm so grateful that you're doing this because, um, you know, just being in women in ministry to women, so many of the women have children that are struggling with mental health and mental health issues. Um, and this is just going to be such a valuable resource, not only for these mothers to help their children, but um, I deal with a lot of women and I myself, you know, um, had to grow up very quickly, um, had to become self-reliant very quickly. And so 
Um, I love the scripture. It's one of my favorite ones where Jesus says, unless you come to me like a child, you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven, which is really entering into God's reign, like letting him be Lord of my life. And so to do that, I have to become like a child, trusting daddy, trusting Abba Father, regulating my emotions with him, looking to him, the Holy Spirit, like a nurturing mother that can help me regulate anger and fear and all those sorts of things. And so while you are ministering to children um, and helping parents minister to them, I'm going to be listening to it for me just to get help on this end on, on my area um, and so that I can become like a child um, and, uh, and in that enter into letting the Lord be Lord of my life um, and instead of my emotions. And so I'm excited just to connect with that uh, on a personal level. And as you were talking about all the things and all the guests that you're having on, I started tearing up because I'm just thinking about these women that are inside the treasured tribe um, that I'm close to, that I love, and uh, they just want to help their children so much. And, and we're in it, you know, Michelle, we're in this time where there's so much information out there. It's great to have a biblical resource that is uh, grass, that is also um, uh, just pulls in that um, the, the scientific part of the mind and the body and, and how we work, um, and which is so fascinating to uncover the way that the Lord has created us. And then to see where it's already in scripture, but it's just nice to know, like, why this works this way and that kind of thing. So um, I just, I, I, I really mean this for them. I just praise God for you um, and, and what you're doing. And I really think it's um, powerful the way that God has given you this desire to minister to uh, teenagers and, and young children. Um, and in doing that, I know that you're also going to be reaching uh, adults as well. So here's to you, Michelle. Here's to you. Oh, I'm so grateful for Michelle and for her passion and commitment to not only help kids uh, have mental health, but to help parents understand um, just the complexity behind this issue. When you're walking through something difficult, it's just so nice to know that you're not alone. I highly recommend subscribing to Michelle's podcast. And one of the things that she mentioned in her podcast is the importance of, as parents, one of the most important things we can do to help our children in their mental health is to take care of our own. And that brings me to our podcast next week. I've invited a clinical psychologist to discuss with us the barriers to self-care and how we can overcome them so that as women, we will be able to pour to others from a full cup. I look forward to having you with me next week as we dive into this topic. You know, one of the best ways that you can support Treasured Ministries and this podcast is by joining the Treasured Tribe for under $10 a month. 
you're going to receive lots of great benefits and every penny that you spend goes right into the ministry that we do to helping those that are hurting heal through the power of God's word. I pray that you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.